This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, let's get to one of our favorites here on the show, and we actually have to talk about Tom Brady, so let's do it. It's Women of Wagertainment Wednesday on the Daily Tip. Always Boston Strong, it's Lucy Burge. How do you like them apps? She is all over the BetQL network and host of Back to the Futures each Sunday night on BetQL, our favorite Lucy Burge. Lucy, good morning. I saw this because you just retweeted it with shock. I don't blame you at all for being stunned about this. The TB12 store? In downtown Boston, after what, three and a half years, is suddenly closing? What in the world is going on here? Yeah, good morning. What the hell? Uh, this store yeah. was supposed to be, I walk by this store frequently and I look in and, I'm, and every time something happens with Tom or or he goes to a new team or he leaves the city or he retires, people leave flowers outside and you kind of feel a connection to him. That's where I got my Halloween costume, if you remember, a couple oh. years ago when I was Parade Tom at that TB12. And now it's closed this is an issue. This is, speaks to a larger issue mm. because it is boarded up. This was the first TB12 store to open. This and the Foxborough one. And at the time, one of the higher ups at TB12 said, this is the future of TB12 you're looking at here in Boston. And now it's you shuttered. It's closed. So what does that say about the TB12 brand as a whole is I'm concerned. And this might be why he said that it's fake news that he won't be calling games at Fox because he needs that money because TB12 seems to be a sinking ship. Why would you close the biggest, the, the first store, the Boston store? This, I mean, maybe this is Boston people are turning against Tom Brady now, so much so they oh. stopped going to TB12, which I don't think so. It was a whole lifestyle. I am shocked that this store is closed. This was kind of a, a staple of TB12, and now it's just gone abruptly was the term used. Abruptly closed. No no notice. <laughs> I'm, I am shaken to my core over this. What do you mean people don't want to spend $50 on a t-shirt? That's crazy right? talk, right? Right? No. $100 on totally one stretching class? What? That's a bargain. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the Red Sox because 
it's been uh, an interesting mix, like following Red Sox fans and beat writers on Twitter, because I never know if the reactions are normal. I don't know if they're overreacting because normally that's the case for Red Sox fans. They're always overreacting. So I see one section that says, oh my God, this Red Sox team is actually good. They're good hitters. We're getting some good stuff from our starting rotation. And then I see one subsection that's like, all right, pipe down, guys. It's May. Do not get excited about this Red Sox team. So, Lucy, which camp are you residing in? I am residing in the camp of this is a good team, and when they lose, it's just a bad day. They're not a bad team. It's just a bad day. When they, they lose two in a row, it's just a bad couple days. They lose a bunch, or they lose uh, to the Pirates four games in a row. It's just a bad week. This is not a bad team. They are a good team. And I, it is, it is quite a mix, Chelsea. It is a roller coaster to follow what is happening with the Red Sox on Twitter because there are the people that when they, they go on an eight game winning streak, people say it's early. It's only May. And then when they lose, it's like, oh, it's a bad team. No, it's not still early. What happened to it's early? So they're, they're, the haters will always find a way to to try to reach to say this is a bad team. And the people who are supporting the team wholeheartedly will always find something to be positive about. However, I was disappointed by Nick Pavetta's performance quite a bit. That coupled with the Celtics' performance was quite a just a slog of an evening. But I think that this is not, a, in the end, not a bad team. You got a nice Justin Turner home run. What more could you ask for? Maybe a win. But, you know, it's it, that's the way it goes sometimes and I think this is just not a bad team and that's where I reside and I'm firmly planted and that is when they lose it's just a bad night and things go wrong things happen and I'm not I'm not giving up on this team until the final game of the season like it's a good team we're talking with our Lucy Burge host of Back to the Futures each Sunday night on BetQL so Lucy let me ask you and this is not to cut last night but overall you've had a very very good year but chelsea and i always talk about how and i was a disaster last week so my question to you is you're very very outgoing always seemingly in a good mood which i know part of that is that's our jobs but how do you deal when you're having a tough night does it does it affect you or do you look at it like you look at the red Sox and you say you know what just a bad night no big deal with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
It affects me a little bit. It's you always want to win. Yeah. You would, you know, going oh for four last night. Except I did. I did. For bet MGM had the Reds money line against the Mets, which broke my heart a little bit, but it yeah. turned out to be correct. So there you go, a little plus money there. But yeah, it's it's tough when you you want you know Devers to have over one and a half total bases. No stuff like that. It's it's just a it. Yes, it affects me, but you got to keep going. You got to you got to keep pick it up and just keep moving. Brush your shoulder <laughs> off as Jay. Z course says and just just keep going and i i think just be open about your losses because people yeah. who do follow you uh look at your record and so i think it's very important to if you if you promote your wins to also promote your losses and it doesn't one thing to remember is it doesn't speak of you as a person it speaks of of just the the way you know oh, like no that. effect on the teams you had no effect on that it's just it's one bad day that's all. That's that's all. Like and then that. you just keep moving. Yeah. It's like it's like any other any other sport. You have one bad game, you keep moving and you pick it up and you just just keep moving along. You think, you know what? That today's another day. Fresh new day. But yeah, it does affect you a little bit, but so does everything really. <laughs> <laughs> all right lucy so my stomach is already turning because i'm about to ask this question but i feel obligated to ask you about the new king in england yes. there was a coronation Elsa. and that's as far as i know because listen i don't care about the royals but some people do i know you're one of those people so tell us about all the fantastic details blah 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 tell us why we should care well, Chelsea, I do appreciate you asking this because I know how much you hate it, but I will boil this down to a couple poignant moments, mainly one where my favorite moment, where William got up there, very significant role in this, this coronation William had, where he is the Prince of Wales, which Charles was before he became the king. And then once the queen died, then William and Kate become prince and princess of Wales, which of course, Diana was the princess of Wales. And now Kate is Prince of Wales. It's very nice. So William got up there and pledged his full loyalty and allegiance to his father, the king, which spoke volumes. First of all, saying that meaning that there was question, not question, but speculation that maybe Charles would step down, abdicate the throne and William would become king. Just optics wise, a fresh monarchy. He didn't do that. William agreed by pledging his loyalty at the service to him, then kissed his cheek and Charles said, thank you, William. And that was a very loaded thank Ooh. you because Harry sp sitting yeah. 10 rows back in the, in the bleachers basically of the family and <laughs> Harry's there not pledging his allegiance to, he was in the nosebleeds of this and he was complaining <laughs> the entire time to their cousins. And you could read that there's tons of lip readers on TikTok that were saying that he was like, I hate the way they treat me, blah, blah, blah. Harry, you can get lost, get out of here. Why was he even there is my question. He was, he's just such a brat, but William was the most significant part, I think, because it spoke volumes about how, what this family feels like and how William is still there for his father, the king, and this family is united against all hate and William and uh, Harry and Meghan, I think, is what that <laughs> Okay, so this is what I have to ask. We got a few minutes here, and there is always, I hear this visceral, like this visceral disdain for Harry. And you're right, he was in the nosebleeds. That was absolutely intentional. Why Why is it that people cannot stand Harry and say, you know what, I'm done with you and Meghan? 
Yes, because, well, there are many steps to this where Megan, essentially, when you look at it, when you look at his biography, his autobiography, and all of that has happened, Megan essentially manipulated him because throughout all of this, I've realized people have realized Harry's really not that bright. He's not the smartest. He's not the brightest bulb, but he's a good person, seemingly. So Megan comes in and just manipulates him and tells him like he's easily swayed and easily manipulated and megan comes in and says if we if she wants to be part of this family first of all she said she never looked up the royal family has no idea who they are and and how harry's life is and from the start she has been so fraudulent about all of this then takes them away because she thinks she's going to be this this conqueror of the royal family and injustices in the world where really she just wants to do magazine spreads which she has done and be on the cover of vogue and do those things and so she has manipulated him into thinking that his family and his, everyone in his whole life, his friends, his whole life, his family are against him, which is not really the case, I don't think. So she's just in it for yeah. herself, where she confused celebrity and royalty, where royalty is about service to others and celebrity is, is about promoting yourself. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but she thought that's what royalty was and it's not. Well, Chelsea's dying. She's dying. Just, we saw her die a little bit on the inside. I Chelsea, know nobody cares there. about this, which is why I want to do a podcast just no, for myself do. on the Royals. Right. But, people do. Yeah. A lot of no. people care. Like, I bet yeah. it had fantastic ratings. I'm sure it had yeah. better ratings than half the games that were handicapping for Major League Baseball. So somebody cares, Lucy. It just ain't me. The drama is incredible. It's like wrestling. I'm, I'm telling you, the drama. If you're, if you want drama, royal family. Oh, dude, oh we need God. to get Harry in the ring. That's what yes. we need. You know what I mean? Oh, and imagine. then maybe Megan is his handler. Oh, we could do all sorts of stuff. Like <laughs> would that. be fortunately amazing. We're, it would be worth it, right? She is Lucy Burge, writer for BetQL, and check her out as host of Back to the Futures each and every Sunday night on BetQL. Also, a great follower on Twitter and Instagram as well. Lucy, great to see you as always. Great to see you, Zach. See you soon. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.